Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast, where we equip and encourage men to grow to be godly leaders in their families, churches, and communities. Thanks for listening. We are live. Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. My name is Steve Glick. I'm your host today. I'm sitting here with Garrett Barbush and the Silver Fox himself, Justin Watkins. What's up, boys? The Silver Fox. The Silver Fox. I love it. Does that bother you at all? Do you embrace that name? I I do. I used to not. I used to to fight against. I used to color my hair. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like three years. I was like, no, I'm not going gray at 23. And then, and then I stopped. Uh, so, just embrace it. Oh, there's, yeah. there's wisdom in yeah, that. Proverbs. Right? There is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. He, he embraces it well. So episode seven is brought to you by Walk in Love, our neighbors here at Supply, a lifestyle blog and apparel shop. When you walk in love, you change the world. Go to walkinlove.com for the most comfortable t-shirt you will ever wear. It's very, very true. The tri-blend, it, it, you stuff. cannot go wrong with it. Shout out to TJ and Brooke. Oh, I'm wearing mine. He's Yeah, Justin's got his. Justin's representing. Stevie, you've got yours too. Brand new. I'm just the only one not wearing a walk and love <laughs> shirt today, apparently. That's all right. TJ will see this. Yeah. Sorry, TJ. Sorry, Brooke. I love you guys. <laughs> so we have the Men of Iron team today here, minus uh, Dave and, of course, minus Chris and BZ. But uh, we're going to hold down the fort and I think we got a fun show coming. So we're going to open it up with take five. So this is to the whole panel. Usually we uh, usually we grill our special guest with the take five and make them sweat a little, but we'll just throw this out to the whole team today. So number one is your biggest pet peeve. Oh, man, I have a lot of these. <laughs> um, the one that popped into my mind right away when you said that is, so do you know when you go to the mall and there's two sides to walk on? There's the right and the left. Well, I am under, you know, uh, I'm very much have this conviction that you should flow with the way that traffic flows. So if you're walking, you should walk down the right side, right? So my pet peeve is when I'm walking down the correct side and people are coming up against me walking down the left side. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is just very, very bothersome for we me. We were actually yeah. just at the mall maybe a couple weeks ago and... And I was getting angry about that. Ashley was like, what's the big deal? Take it easy. So I'm telling you. That's that's probably not my biggest, but it's the first one that comes to mind. But I want to hear what you guys have to say. That was say. good. J-Dub, what do you got? Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. This is going to be pretty minor, um, but... I just have a strong conviction about what a chicken wing is. And boneless wings are not wings. And I <laughs> am very frustrated when restaurants call them wings and have like a wing night and you get there and like yeah it's like boneless wings are on half off I'm like those are nuggets those are chicken nuggets <laughs> that are is bites. those are not wings <laughs> so it is it's a, i think it's a biblical stand I, I mean i think there's some some strong biblical foundation to that but it's, it's i would agree yeah I'm, so, wait, I'm waiting for some scripture behind that but i'll get back to you on that first world problems <laughs> that's what you call that first world problems my biggest pet peeve is, I don't know if it's a pet peeve or a phobia, but I have like a phobia of people chewing loudly. Oh, that's uh, a pet that, peeve. That right there. Yeah. That right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's a pet peeve. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's mine. All right, number two. Favorite TV show of all time. Oh, my. Oh, I'm Deadliest Catch. Wow. Ashley loves that show. Real, I mean, reality show. Right. Deadliest Catch. I don't miss it. Tuesday nights, my wife knows, don't talk to me uh, for the next hour. Deadliest Catch is on. And 
pet peeve. Speaking of pet peeves, sometimes she will <laughs> walk in while the show is on and be like, oh, what are they doing? Why do they do that? What's happening? And I'm like, seriously, I love you, honey, I do. But she would admit that she irritates me when she does that. So oh, I love it. I love it. My favorite show of all time, Seinfeld. I'm a Seinfeld mm. fan. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's good. I, that would be up there on mine too, yeah. Man, I'm going to – see, all time is different than like current. I'm right. Gonna, Although Hulu has changed that for me. I'm like going back in time. The TGI, I'm just going to say the TGIF lineup. I knew that was going to be you. Family Matters. I thought you were going to say Golden Girls. Golden (laughs) Girls. There's some silver foxes on that show. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I've been like rocking since we came onto Hulu recently. I, literally the other night, I was by myself. The family was out for a couple hours. I, I went through a, a TJF lineup. I watched an episode of Family Matters, Boy Meets World, good Step by you. Step. Boy, Boy Meets World is and my what, show. Home, home Improvement's another good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I'm kind of ashamed to, to say this on a Christian <laughs> podcast. That's going to be good. Um, but I, I have to be honest. I, I would be lying if I wasn't. I'd be hiding a secret. So, like, outside of reality TV, Breaking Bad mm. was um, probably... My, actually, yeah, I did love that show. My wife and I actually, like, repented as we mm. watched that show because it got really, really dark. So I'm not, like, <laughs> condoning that it's a great family, like, wholesome family show. It's not. You need to get the devil out of your heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, that show had me hooked. So, anyway. All right. There it is. There it is. Question number three. So this is, I'm going to say dream job, but this is something that like you probably can't achieve type of like professional athlete type of dream job. Hmm. Uh, well, number one would be to play golf professionally on tour, but that's never happening. The one that is realistic that I've always put down as my dream job is a professional mascot. I think I could totally rock that that job. Well, see, that's Mm -hmm. attainable. I think. Yeah. 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 Is that what you're going to start pursuing now? Yeah. Sorry, board of Sorry, directors. I'm leaving I'm the out. ministry. <laughs> <laughs> to be a professional mascot. It's holy. Oh, I love it. My dream job would be, I'd, probably, I'd love to be like the Phillies, like play-by-play guy or, or color analyst. I mean, come on. Getting paid to watch baseball for a living and talk about it. You eat so many hot dogs. Oh, yeah. So yeah. many hot dogs. Man, oh, man. I would love, I would love to play sports. I mean, I'd love to be basketball, I think. Yeah, basketball or football. I would love to, and it's n- neither one is happening ever. I mean, don't be so hard on yourself. It's not. It's hey. not. It's not attainable. Hey, you can do it. What about punter? You can be a punter. <laughs> Long snapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. All right, how about first concert you've ever attended? Oh. All right, I'll go because uh, it, it's right off the top of my head. Uh, I went to Creation Fest back in yes like sixth or seventh grade so i I saw a lot of concerts i mean like newsboys and jackie velasquez for some reason i remember jackie velasquez but yeah creation fest like what how many years ago is that like 20 years ago yeah i'm trying to think i well i do remember my first concert i don't remember the entire lineup but i remember third day and burlap to cashmere and that was at messiah (laughs) college was carmen there (laughs) <laughs> champion the champion so my first apparently my first concert was do you know the like the old school country band alabama oh yeah oh yeah so apparently i was there at the spectrum but i fell asleep so i don't remember it uh, i was like three or four so my first concert i remember is of course dc talk yeah the heaven bound tour yeah. at hershey i mean come oh, on wow oh yeah yeah you totally were embracing that <laughs> 
All right, this is a good one here. What do you love most about your current job? Oh my lord. Anybody else? Because I have to think for a while. I'm just kidding. <laughs> My, the director I work with, my our, our, our executive director is just like the best. I wasn't gonna say boss, but I mean, <laughs> since he's here, um, you, here's I'll just keep it. And this isn't like a real exciting answer, but the thing I love most about it is the fact that like I'm I know for a fact this is what God has called me to do. Um, you know, to to kind of to lead the organization, lead the ministry, and so, um, there's. Not every day is enjoyable. Uh, some days are, you know, more enjoyable than others at being in that seat. But it's definitely to know that you're doing what God has called you to do. There's just a peace and contentment that I've had over the last six years. You know, so I think that that's probably my favorite part. That's awesome. Yeah, I can kind of piggyback off that. Just feeling that like calling to the ministry and just how kind of God orchestrated uh, this position for me here at Men of Iron. But uh, my first thought was just, like, being able to be creative, like, just doing things like this, the podcast, um, capturing testimonies of guys that have been impacted through Men of Iron. Um, that's what I love most about it. Awesome. And can I give a real answer? I mean, a realer answer? Yeah. The, the first one was real. but Like a more righteous? Yeah. Is that I, what you're saying? Yeah. I, yeah, I just think, I think being in, in ministry... I mean, and being involved in it, it's a shared ministry, so it's not, and it's mutual. It's not just, oh, we're, we're doing the ministry. Right. It's men of iron. Right. It's, no, I, I'm gaining from the, the men that we're, we're serving, and, and I'm learning from directors and mentors, protégés, other staff. Other, I mean, like, it's, it's not, I feel like we're beneficiaries of, of the ministry as well as participating in it. Right. Uh, and so that's, that's a special, special kind of dynamic, I think. Yeah. So thank you to everybody yeah. that's listening because yes. we are learning from you. Yes. And we are being sharpened by you. So thank you. Love it. All right, G, you want to take us into the meat of this podcast? Yeah. You know, so as we kind of sat down and, and decided what, what we were going to focus on for this podcast and how, how it's going to help mentorships, um, we kind of went back to this whole, well, let's, let's focus in on what we're telling guys to focus in on. And it's this whole idea of uh, the five F's, faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. And if you've been involved in the ministry, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't been, um, then those are the areas of a man's life that we really feel uh, strongly connected to as a ministry. And, and we're just kind of pushing um, to say, hey, when you're thinking about your life and thinking about things that you want to accomplish and, and where God is asking you to be sharpened and where God's asking you to grow, Think of these areas, and again, they're faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances. Um, and so, uh, you know, the 5F formula has not always been something, um, it's not nothing that we ever developed on our own. I mean, it's been around for years, um, and it was introduced to me by one of our board members, Dave Zillig, um, who, you know, I think he said he read 30 years ago or something crazy like that, like an FCA article that came out about, you know, planning your life around the 5F model. Um, but I think we believe in it, number one, is because it's just so simple, right? I mean, like, you can look at that. Every man remembers, oh, 5Fs. I can, yeah, I can remember that. Uh, but it also is just very practical. It's right. like, yeah, you can really establish a plan around these, and your life is going to be better. Uh, your relationship with God is going to grow, right? And so that's why we believe in it. That's kind of a description of it. Um, and of all of that, and really what we encourage the mentors and protégés in the ministry when we launch the mentorship is to say, yeah, listen, 
these five F's are all very, very important. But the faith component is the foundation to your life. So if you're family, friends, fitness, and finances, if that's all falling apart, if you don't have the foundation of faith, like you're going to go through life very, very discontent and very unpleased. And so um, we really push in our mentorships in the first 90 days for all mentors and protégés to dismiss family, friends, fitness, and finances. Like not that you're going to completely forget about them, but your main focus is your faith. And so um, we'll get into a little bit more of why we uh, or what we push in that faith component. But I don't know if you guys have anything else to build off of that, if it's brought a lot of clarity for you. I know it's brought a lot of clarity for my life and just leading myself individually, but then my marriage and family and, and everything else. So, Yeah, um, just actually meeting with my protege this morning. We um, So we've been going, it's just a year that we've been um, going through the mentorship. So we kind of missed like kind of launching that 5F model. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of just talking to him a little bit about it today and f how we're focusing on, like we're gonna set goals for our next meeting and focus on just just 90 days in those five areas, but most importantly in your faith area. And I think I could see just bringing it some clarity to him as well, like not having to like think about your goals for a year and, and like how the heck am I gonna attain that? But I think it's just that 90 day formula with the 5Fs just gives guys I think a better grip overall. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and there's nothing magical about the five F's themselves. It's it, but it's really helpful. It's like you said, like here it is, like where because you can you can have a million goals and you can be all over the place. This tries to to really encompass. Like if you look at this, this covers most of the areas of our lives. Yeah, our lives and in, in in a simple way. Hey, let's take it one F at a time. Let's look at these different areas and say, what are those goals? What are we pursuing? And and I think when you, especially if you have that faith. As the the faith foundation encompasses all those things that that creates better direction in all these other F's. You know, as you as you're going into your family, your friends, your finances and fitness, faith carries through to all those things. So I I like the the simplicity and the, the straightforwardness of the uh, of the model, and I think it's it's an effective way to look at it. Yeah, it's a good way, and we're gonna get into in today's episode like personally what have each of us done and what do we focus on when it comes to faith and family because every man's different but I think understanding that you know the biggest mistake that I see when we walk guys through this process is that you know they want to set a bunch of goals and objectives under each one mm -hmm. you know and and very rarely are they very specific they're not they're not smart goals you know they're not specific they're not measurable they're not realistic but, you know, I saw one guy's goal sheet at a training, and it was like uh, family, and he had about 10 things listed under there. And, and I'm not saying you can't get all of that done, but, like, we try to say, hey, follow the, follow the KISS model. Like, keep it simple, stupid. You know what I mean? Like, in all honesty, maybe two at the most three things that you want to get done because otherwise you're just setting yourself up for failure, I think, you know, and so – I'm going through this mentorship this year, uh, and my mentor is somebody that is, he has this philosophy that like, hey, we've got a bunch of bowling pins in front of us, and yeah, we, as men, we want to bowl the strike every time, but in reality, we're never going to have, like, it takes a really good bowler to bowl strikes constantly and consistently, so his whole thing is like, let's just focus on one pin, like, what's the one pin you want to knock down for next meeting, so, um, 
Yeah, I love that model. But if you're out there and you're thinking about doing this 5F model, like keep it simple, keep it keep it focused. I think even in that same breath, like to the mentors and proteges, <coughs> specifically proteges who are going through the ministry right now, like if you're if you're struggling to to bring some clarity to your goals, just remember, keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that speaks into like, even the mentor is like being willing and being strong enough to look at your protege and say, Hey man, we, we, that's where you're the guardrails in the man's life. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't speak up and say, Hey, I think you need to maybe simplify this or I think whatever you need to change this around or make this more real specific. It's gotta be something that you can look at and say, did you get this done or not? Right. Right. You know? Um, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, I think that's where you get back to talking about smart goals is being specific with your goal. If it's just, I want to read the Bible more, how do you really measure that unless you're saying, you know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. and read the Bible for 30 minutes. Yeah. Like that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's get into that. I mean, let's, let's, let's expand on that a little bit because I, I think that that's so good for, for mentors and protégés to hear or anybody that's, you know, involved in mentorships. But, um, you know, Let's kind of go through these five F's, and and today's episode might be a little bit longer than our normal, just because we want to give you guys some meat to to take home with you. But when when we talk about faith, you know, men of iron, we 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 push those that are involved. No, we, we push God's word, prayer, and solitude. Right. It's not that that's the only thing that we want to grow in in our faith, but those are the three that we we really push. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about like what have you guys set out to do? What's worked for you individually within a mentorship in regards to each of those? Like what are you out? What are you setting out to do this year? Yeah, I can start. Um, the biggest, I think, the biggest catalyst for just speaking into like my mentorship with my protege for both of us has been using the Bible app um, to do kind of a reading plan. So right now we're going through the Book of Joshua. And the re- I mean, it's essentially, there's not much of a devotional to it. It's just pretty much, you know, every day is about one and a half to two chapters through Joshua. And you can see a check mark every time you complete it or your protege completes it. So that accountability piece through that Bible app is huge. And I, it, I could see it's really helped uh, my protege, Shane, and it's certainly helped me as well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... My uh, my protege and I we set out to he you know, he wanted to we started out using you know I think version and and kind of getting a, a, de- a devotional plan you know it was it was really encouraging for him to go this is great but it's too short and it's not enough scripture for me I need to get in and so we're just we're, we started to go through and, and there's a lot of different different things you can do depending on where you're at in 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 your own kind of faith journey like if you're like really heady and like you want like some deep theology like all right let's let's slowly go through romans you know or uh you know and for us we kind of just decided you know let's let's keep it simple let's let's look at jesus and and so we're going through mark um the gospel it's one of the the simpler uh and shorter uh gospels and and so it's a it's an easier read but really there's a lot of depth to it so uh going through and we're just kind of just plodding along through it and and connecting when we meet and and so checking in and, and just uh, and, and then going through and, and we've talked about how, how to study through and 
making observations about about the the, the text, asking some questions and things, uh, interpreting it and, and figuring out okay what does what does some of this mean, and then applying it. How do how do I apply this now? Uh, and it's been it's been really good. Um, we're, we're we had to slow down the pace at first. He was like, let's do a chapter a day and just burn through it. And I, I checked in and he's like. I'm reading it, but I'm, I think we need to slow it down to, to digest it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's been, it's, it'll be good. It's a good, good place to go. Yeah, and I, I think that is, is so, like, that's why you can't, that's why I struggle oftentimes, like, within a mentorship to have precise curriculum, you know, because every guy is unique and every guy is different. And when it comes to mentoring, like, it's got to be flexible. So, you know, for me this year, um, my goal originally that I set out to do was to read through the Gospels every month. Mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John every month. Wow. So it's like six chapters a day that you're supposed to be reading. So what I quickly found out is that I could do it, but there was so much meat that was coming at me, and, and I, I just couldn't. I felt like I wasn't having a good quality mm-hmm. uh, time, you know, as I was kind of trying to anchor down. So I like had to remodify my goal, mm-hmm. and that's great in mentorships with mentor and proteges to understand that it is okay to go back and say, Hey, we've got to modify this, Mm -hmm. these things. So then I went to one chapter a day. And so I wake up in the morning and I read one chapter a day, uh, is what I'm doing right now in regards to God's word. I journal about it. Um, and so it's been cool to kind of keep that process. Mm -hmm. Um, and right now I'm in the book of of Luke. So still going through the gospel is just Chapter yeah, just one t- one chapter a day. So instead of going through them all in a month, I'm just reading one chapter a day in in, in order. So, and I think you, and you can do different things when you're when you're going through. You know, some uh, let's just take it in and let's understand it. Uh, there's different ways you can approach passages. So, so for me personally, going through Mark, I've been I, and I like to journal too. So not every guy likes journaling, but for some of us, like it's really good to go back. What am I learning? How can I process better? And for me, what I've been doing is just noting what is Jesus doing? Who is he like? You know, I want to get to know, like ultimately we want to get to know who Christ is better. And, and so for me, I've just kind of, what is he doing? What's he like? What, what is he saying? What, wh- who is this guy that, that we love and we follow? And, and so that's been really like on a personal level, just kind of how I've been working through, through Mark and just really enjoying th- those times. So, yeah. Stevie, um, can you tell the train company to quit running the trains during our podcast, please? <laughs> Let me go out there quick. We have a train track literally right outside our office, and it's great. It's really good, but uh, it's very annoying right in the middle of the podcast. Brings, brings a little flavor to the podcast. It just is, yeah. A pet peeve. <laughs> and you never a, know what day they're going to It's a pet run. peeve of Garrett's. Yeah, it is a pet peeve. Um, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, it's, it's so unique, you know, um, God's word is is crucial, and I think it needs to be at the foundation of every mentorship, you know, and it needs to say, like, everything needs to go back to, like, what does God's word say about this? So, you know, I know there's a lot of guys out there, and I'm not, like, coming down on anybody, but it just doesn't, it didn't work for me just to read and be done. Mm. Like, I needed to know, like, all right, who's writing this? Why are they writing it? Who are they writing it to? Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, what what does this, like, what is the original Hebrew? Like, does this really, what I'm reading, is this really the context that it's in today? Uh, you know, so I, I, I have done a lot more as a protege this year through a mentorship in the previous years. Um, you know, I've just really dug into it and really tried to understand God's worth at root of it. And so, um, that's why I can't just kind of breeze through it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, 
That's why six chapters a day didn't work for you. <laughs> exactly. It's like right. a three-hour project. Right, right. But um, so, so that's God's word, and hopefully we gave some guys like some good tips. But I think having a daily 90-day goal, you know, something that a 90-day goal that you can, you can set out to do daily is, is important when it comes mm-hmm. to God's word. And it might just be getting through one book and talking about that with your mentor. But um, let's, let's move on to, you know, prayer is pretty simple. But, you know, for me, it's making sure that I, I'm in that time with him. And I figured out, you know, through a mentorship that – I was really struggling to verbally pray, you know, um, or pray in the car. I would like lose focus. So like I have to journal. That's one of the things that I do. And there are times that I get on my knees and get on my face and, you know, cry out. But, uh, consistently it's, it's through journaling and that's, that's how I pray. But, um, I don't have, that's not a part of my mentorship this year. It's, it's just something that I do individually. Right. So, yeah, I just recently started journaling again. It's something that I had done pretty much like since I was saved in 2009 and for the past I'd say year and a half I've gotten away from it so just probably two weeks ago I started journaling again and it's been extremely beneficial I love to write anyway so it just kind of comes natural yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'll third that and add you know I think sometimes some of some of us are, are, are kind of wired to be real structured and disciplined some of us need that and just need to pursue that and others you know, I'm generally not a very disciplined, structured person, um, and again, that doesn't that doesn't excuse pursuing discipline in different areas. But for me, finding the ways to integrate these goals that fit in naturally, you know, there's there's a there's a a balance of being intentional and being natural. I think, and so for me, like I'm always in the car, um, you know at some point during my day, especially coming up to, to work. So like spending time in the car intentionally for me has been really a, a part of my life for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and spending time, you know, turn off the radio and just, and just be. Um, and I think even when it comes to prayer, you know, we think about just, just our side and, and speaking. And I think there's also an element of being quiet and listening and just being still. And that kind of gets into solitude a little bit, but for me, spending that time in the car uh, has been a really good because it's just me in the car, right. you know, and, and that's been good. I mean, how do you guys like it, prayer is such a unique individual thing that like I often struggle. Like, how do we like play this out in mentorships as men of iron? Like, how do we encourage mentors and proteges to make this part of a mentorship? And, and, and I think the the big answer that I've I, I feel very peaceful and content about this, but it's at the end of the day, it's got to be a mentor just asking a protege, like, hey, what's God revealing to you in your prayer time? Like, mm-hmm. what is he revealing? Like, what have you been praying about? You know, um, and, and I think having kind of that model of, you know, I, I learned it from, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, my goodness. Guy that wrote Every Man a Warrior. Um, Lonnie. Lonnie Berger. Lonnie says, you know, that model of war. Like, mm-hmm. prayer is about worship, admit, request. You know, like, when you worship first, you know, you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a place of gratitude before the Lord. Uh, admitting, you know, you're, you're, you're in that state of repentance. And then when you admit everything that gives you the freedom to, to go to the, to the feet of, of God and say, Hey, now these, this is what I need from you, you know? That's good. And I think that that's such a great, great model. Uh, I'd never kind of saw that simplified version mm-hmm. of a prayer model before, but uh, it's been something that I've kind of followed, you know, and I just think it's a matter of mentors checking in with proteges and proteges being willing to, to, to open up to mentors and say, Hey, this is kind of what, 
what's happening in my prayer life right now. So Right, because how often, and I'm guilty of, the, of this, is we go to God and it's just request, request, request. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's good stuff, but... Well, I want to just touch on solitude very briefly. I don't, I mean, I, I do one time a month. That's something that, you know, mentors keep me accountable to. Even the staff here, uh, Dave, a couple times has been like, hey, man, I saw solitude on your schedule and your calendar and you're not out doing it. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I had to reschedule it or whatever. But, um, you know, I do one full day a month. And I know some guys do like one, two half days a month or whatever. But uh, we get the question all the time of like, well, why do you do solitude? Like, why do you pursue that? How do you do that? Um, and that's all within our mentorship curriculum and content. But uh, I, I really was introduced to this through uh, Tim Bulky and Harbor Ministries. And I wanted to just use this time um, to promote this book. And if you're watching or listening, it's called Thin Places. And it's by Tim Bulky. Uh, you can go to the website, www.thinplacesbook.com. Um, and in this book, uh, Tim kind of gives uh, an explanation and description of his times in solitude. And he, he, it's called Thin Places because the Celtic Christians uh, use this term for the moments when the space between heaven and earth disappears. Uh, and we've, we come face to face with God. And so rather than talking about that um, today, I just figured I'd pitch the book. It's yeah. A, yeah, I'm about 30 pages done from uh, finishing it, but it's a phenomenal book. And Tim's very vulnerable um, with his life. I mean, he talks a lot about um, ministry and being burnt out and how he was just going through the motions. And, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a read worth checking out. Yeah, and I think, you know, in regards to mentorships, it's got to be something that both mentors and protégés are doing to gain that clarity. I think deep within each of us is just that, I don't care what you say. Did that just click off? Yeah, so I'll look at this camera. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, I just feel like we all in us, deep within us, we have this desire for adventure and and in life and it's sometimes you get worn out being a husband sometimes you get worn out being a father sometimes you get worn out in our jobs and there's just this urging for more mm -hmm. and and i think tim does a really good job at kind of describing that explaining that and, and how that uh how the energy and maybe the the whole idea of gaining the strength you need to pursue life well comes through these moments of solitude mm -hmm. so yeah. check it out yeah um, let's, let's move forward to, to family. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm talking a lot right now. So Justin, I'm going to pass it along to you. Like, what are some things when it comes to family and following this 5F model? Like, what are the things for you? You're married, you've got kids. Uh, I want to make sure we kind of touch on what do you do for family if, you know, if you're single, but, but tell us a little bit about just your own journey in regards to family and how you focus in on that. Yeah. You know, I think I'll give a real practical example in a little bit here, but you know, it's, it's, it's setting values and goals as a family, as a, as a father and husband, I mean, we're, I, I'm helping to, to, to lead and serve my family and, and my kids, my oldest is eight. He, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm mentoring him and shaping him through how I lead and how I, my example, so my own goals, but then being intentional about, hey, this is what our family is about. And while, uh, until he's out of my house, like that's up to me and my wife to really help craft and, and, and lead and then be intentional about. So just a real practical example for this summer, um, you know, we've got a lot, a lot more time in the house all together. And, uh, with school being out and uh, we just kind of all right we need a little bit of structure we need a little bit of 
um, of goals to, to get through the day. And so we've got these four four areas that we've written. We have drawn up on a, a, a chalkboard with pictures because my kids are young, and so they they like the pictures and they help me make them. And but uh, so there's four areas that we're working on: uh, help, uh, learn grow and worship and so in each of those categories there's like four things that they can do each day help is like you know clean up your toys clean up your room uh my daughter likes to go get the mail my son will help with the trash so help with something and and then and then for for learn um you know either write read uh, or work on our bible verse uh, Mm -hmm. that we have as a family we have a, a monthly family bible verse that we're working on um, and then for, for worship, we talk about how worship is, is loving God with the things he's given us. And, and so we actually have, under that, we have uh, play. So getting out and playing and using their talents and the gifts that they have, uh, creating. So my, ki- my, my son loves Legos and my daughter loves painting. Like, so, so worship through, through art and creating, sing, dance. Um, and so it's just been a fun way of kind of even, and then, oh, and even in there, this goes to solitude, we have a rest you can rest. Rest is worship too. Uh, and then grow. We have uh, three, three areas that they're all kind of working on. Controlling our emotions is, is the first. Um, being a good friend to one another, brother and sister, and then others in the, in the neighborhood. Um, and then uh, listening and obeying. So we've just kind of made some, you know, it's a fun way. And this is how, especially for our summer, these areas that we're trying, because our kids, you know, they need some shorter goals. They need some daily things, not hey, the first 90 days we're gonna do this as a family. Uh, so it's been a fun way of kind of bringing our values as a, as a couple and as a, and as a home. And because those are, you could pull those out and Jenna and I could tell you scripture and, and, and vision behind all those things that we feel God has laid on our hearts to, to build into our kids. And then, and then distilling it down to a way that our kids are like, oh, this is a fun, yeah, let's do this. And right. so. That's awesome. I feel like uh, less of a man right wow. now after hearing what Justin's doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just going to leave the podcast right now. Well, you know, I want to wrap up the podcast with family today and and maybe do our part two on on the other Fs uh, just for sake of time. But, you know, for for family, for me, you know, something that was really inspired through from a mentor was um, establishing family values. And and so Eden and I were on a on a six month journey uh, together where maybe it wasn't quite six months, but. Uh, we just set out and, and I kind of led that, um, initially cause in t- not, in, it's not that Eden's not an intentional person. She's very intentional, but the ideas of like mission statements and values, and it just does not come naturally to her. She's more of like an education background. She's not, doesn't come from the business world. So, you know, she was very much open to it, but what I found I had to do to help get her engaged in that process was, um, I would come up with an initial list and with scripture and with some ideas and I gave that to her and she gave me the feedback then like her own feedback like oh yeah I really like this one or hey I'd really like to see this rather than this Um, and it was like several months of kind of going back and forth um, and several days away together where we had to find babysitters um, and we finally came up with these these six values for our family and uh, it went to the next level then where we hired a graphic uh, artist graphic design person that created uh, this logo and icon for each value, uh, put it on a huge poster. We got the poster printed, got it framed, matted. You know, we, we spent some considerable time and finances to get this done, and now that's going to hang on our wall. 
and and that's the easy part. Mm-hmm. Now, now the hard yeah. part is is sitting down monthly, uh, so or annually, and saying, okay, for a three year old and a one year old, you know, how do we teach them to love God? Because our family loves God. Mm-hmm. So how do how are we going to instill this value of loving God? And so that's where we're at. We're in that season right now. But I think in regards to the mentorship piece of it, you know, that's something that I can share with my mentor to say like. Hey, I want to see these things come alive, and this is what my wife and I have sat down to do. And he can keep me accountable to that, and right. he can also also speak wisdom into that. Right. Um, so that's just something for family for me. But Stevie, if you want, I don't know if you want to chime in. Yeah, definitely. Um, so actually, I was me and Garrett had a conversation probably two weeks ago, and I was just very kind of open and honest with him about kind of my own struggles um, leading my family spiritually, and and the weight of that was, you know. Pearl, my daughter now is 16 months, so kind of like in that first year of uh, of having her, it's like that weight of leading your family spiritually can be like almost crippling to where you, you don't even have any answers anymore and you kind of, you lose hope and faith about having the ability as a man to lead your family. So I kind of went through some of those struggles. Uh, so if you're out there and you're kind of having those same struggles, I'd say just just keep pushing through and don't give up because your wife and your daughter and your kids, they need you. Um, it's an important role you play. But so just recently, probably three weeks ago, I just wanted to start small and just kind of introduce some things to Pearl. I mean, she's at such a um, fun age right now and everything's so exciting and she it just absorbs everything. So it's kind of the perfect time. So we started a uh, family worship on Sunday nights. So we just started with something as simple as putting on, we put on the TV um, a song on YouTube, a worship song with lyrics, and we just sing. And she loves music, so she just she stands there and dances and bobs her head. I ha- I was holding her for a little, and um, she loved it. So it's kind of just baby steps, um, but it's a good start. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. I mean, I I think when it comes to your family, um, you know, you you go back and you you look into the book of Deuteronomy. Um, you know, where God gives clear instructions to Israelites, like impress these upon your children. And he's, he's talking about, you know, God's word, like make sure your children know this for generations to come, you know, and the Israelites get a bad rap a lot of the time. But I think one of the things that God's chosen people did and they got it, they like, they got this right, um, was they knew uh, how to prepare the generations to come. Like they were very, very intentional uh, about putting the God, the word of God into the hearts of their children. And um, that's evident today. Like we are beneficiaries of that, right? And so, you know, if you're not out there, maybe you're not married, maybe you're single, like what does family mean for you? Well, th- there's so much that goes into family, you know, and it's, you know, relationships with your family, um, forgiveness of, you know, walking through that process of having difficult conversations and, and walking through the forgiveness process. Like those are all things that if you're in a mentorship and you're single that you can apply to, you know, uh, I I was just on a retreat recently that one of the guys in the retreat was single and he's like, I, I need to restore some relationships to my siblings And, and his, his like practical goal leaving that, that retreat was he was gonna call one sibling a week you know, and he had like seven siblings. So I mean like, so he's like seven weeks will pass and then I'll have to call the one that I called seven weeks was, ago. Was he Amish? He was not Amish. <laughs> he was not Amish. Um, but, but you think about that and there's just some very practical things that you can do. And then you can take into your mentorship to your mentor, to your protege and say, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. So, um, now that's good advice. Cause I know we speak a lot to, to the married men and, and fathers. So 
to take that practical tip for a guy that's single and you're like, how do, how does that look for me as far as family? That's yeah. That's I mean, it, there's so much more that goes into family than just being married and just having kids. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. it's your relationship with your parents. It's yeah. your relationship with your siblings. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's all sorts of things that, that come under there. Uh, and the one that kind of the Lord has impressed upon my heart for men that go to the ministry is just this idea of forgiveness mm-hmm. of past hurts and, yep. um, you know, having the, the difficult conversations with people in your family that, that you need to have. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Justin this yesterday, but you know, my mentor right now is challenging me. He said, you got to be current and honest with your family. You've got to be current and honest, honest and current. And, and what he's saying is like, honesty is one thing, but, but being current with them is another thing. And I'll let you on the other side of this uh, audio or video interpret that however you want. But I realized I was not being 100% current. I was being honest, but I wasn't being current all the time with my family. And so, um, just something that you can think about. That's good. So next podcast, uh, we'll pick up fitness, friends, family, no finances finances, and, uh, we'll go from there. But, um, we'll get into what's, what's new this month. JW and yeah. wrap up this podcast. Yeah, what's new? First of all, because we, we missed this last podcast, so I'm just going to do it because I've got the mic. I am a a, a father again. Oh, we, yeah. Uh, we welcome. Uh, you know what else we missed? It was Father's Day. We didn't wish, and we, and we yeah. have a new father. We didn't even wish any of the fathers happy Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. So We're happy terrible. belated Father's Day to everyone. Uh, and, and congrats to Justin you. and Jenna. Yeah. Number three for Number them. three. So Jalen Grace, born on yes. June 1st. So that's She's a beauty. shout out. Awesome. But yeah, as far as uh, Men of Iron, I mean, if you guys are out in the Ohio area or want to go out to the Ohio Ohio area, there is this great, great thing going on. It's called the Alive Music Festival, July 20th through 22nd in Mineral City. I don't even know. Where's Mineral City? Uh... Go to Canton and go like I think about thirty-five minutes south. Yeah. You'll run. You'll run into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Garrett's going to be there. He's speaking three days in a row, three o'clock at the Family Fun Stage. Right? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Family Fun. Speaking stage. to the men, so I'm I'm excited yeah. to go out there and, you know. Yeah. I think I think Elevation Worship might bring me up on stage yeah. to, yeah. just a little duo. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Or uh, solo, uh, who knows? Yeah, I'm up for it. I, I think that or a puppet show. You should do a puppet show. Family Fun Stage is like, hi, I'm Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Could you beatbox for Andy Minio? What about that? Oh. You, well, first off, do you know Andy, Andy Minio? Yeah, I could All definitely right, try. I'm just seeing if he's like yeah. up <laughs> on the Christian rap scene. What is this with the devil in my heart? You just think that I'm like, you know. <laughs> Anyway, Stevie, wrap us up with final thoughts. All right, well, thank you to our sponsor, Walk in Love. Um, We are neighbors with them here at Supply, so we love Walk in Love. We love TJ, Brooke, Matt. What do you call Matt? Short Round. Short Round from Indiana Jones. (laughs) Jones. So go to walkinlove.com, buy a T-shirt, check out their uh, lifestyle blog as well. They're doing some amazing things. And check out our podcast on iTunes. We would love, we say this every single time, maybe it's a little boastful, but give us a five-star review. Yeah, seriously. And don't forget to write a review. Yeah, yeah if you give it even... a five-star and then don't really like put yeah. words in it, it means nothing What's to us. What's the point? Pet peeve. Pet peeve. <laughs> uh, and so if you have an iPhone, you can go to your podcast app, search Men of Iron Podcast, and you will find us, or you can go to menofiron.org backslash MOI podcast and... You can check out all the podcasts on video and you uh, hit the subscribe button as well. 
Can I um can I end this? I know you have a note here to say happy Fourth of July to everybody. Yeah. Um, it is the month of July is a busy month for our family um, because there's a lot of birthdays. In particular, my father and my mom both have July birthdays, wow. but my mom's Dodo. is on the Fourth of July. Wow. And so, Dodo, I love birthday, you. Dodo. You are a good woman, and happy birthday, Pop. I love you very much. You are a man that has taught me a lot, and I uh, just want to say happy birthday to both of them. We love Dodo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pop's a man of few words. He's gotten a lot softer in his old age. Dodo <laughs> should just, just bring it in for the, bring oh, it in yeah. for the hug. Oh, yeah. So. All right, guys. Appreciate it. We are out. Blessings and honor and glory and power forever. Amen.